Welcome to Come and See, your podcast for finding truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. With host and founder, Richard Case, and co-host and retreat leader, Kathy Riccone. Join us every weekday at this time to discuss news, spend time in the Word, and receive answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. And now your host, Richard Case. Good morning, Kathy. Um, Good morning. How are you doing today? We're uh, still in our series on uh, prayer and we're having a good time with it, and uh, I know that your your prayer life is very vibrant, and so is mine. Um, any anything you'd like to, you know, just kind of as we've been walking through this, what anything that struck you or you want to highlight for people your experience with it and the be- you know the the privilege, beauty, and the and the fantastic life we have of prayer with God. Wow, that's a loaded question. <laughs> um, I think one what are the, of the what things, are the twenty things you want to share? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Um, but one of the things that I would just say that I would encourage people with is I think prayer is probably one of the things that people struggle with the most um, and often feel is um, empty. <laughs> A lot of times, I think they feel like they just have to do it. They don't recognize you know, and so much of what we have talked and talked and taught about is the relational how this is conversation with God. Um, but I think there are still so many people who don't fully recognize the gift of the conversation that they have been given in the beauty of prayer. And um, I even was talking with somebody the other day, and I know today we're going to be getting into Habakkuk, and it actually goes quite well with this. But I was speaking with someone the other day who um, was really frustrated in her prayer life, honestly. Mm. Um, very frustrated because she's like, I feel like I have a heart to hear and I'm praying and I'm asking, I'm asking, I'm asking. And everybody around me says they hear and I'm not hearing anything. And you know, it's feeling this angst and this frustration. And she's like, maybe he's angry with me. Maybe I've done something so he doesn't wanna speak to me. And I think the doubts and the fears that she was feeling and expressing very authentically are where a lot of people get stuck and then give up on prayer and and don't get to step into the fullness of the beauty because they hit that, don't know what to do with it and decide it just must not be, I must not be one of the chosen ones who gets to have that conversation with God. Right, yeah. And the, uh, and I, yeah, and the, uh, the thought, again, this is where there's a limited view of prayer is that mm-hmm. um, what I'm praying for nothing is happening mm-hmm. um, and I guess God is silent and I don't even know I mean because remember people kind of have been taught a certain structure of prayer is yes no maybe <laughs> right but you really don't know the no mm-hmm. until what I ask for doesn't happen or it's beyond happening I guess, okay, I guess it, you know, and, and you don't really, in, interesting enough, know fully it's a no. It's just, I guess it's a no. So mm-hmm. in the meantime, nothing's happening. And right. I'm not hearing anything. And I'm not, I'm not uh, understanding anything. I guess I'm not lucky one. And I don't get it. Um, and, and partly there's two reasons for that. One is there's a backward understanding of prayer. Right. We think, well, God, here's what I want you to do. Let me know when you do it. 
Mm -hmm. I guess I'll know if you say yes. If you do it, if you don't, I guess it's a no. And you're actually telling God what to do for you because you think you know the answer, mm-hmm. um, which in your mind is if this would happen, it would be good. Um, and God says, well, remember, uh, and this is what we've been through already, is that um, when you pray, thy kingdom come, it mm-hmm. happens in the kingdom, and, you're, and to get into the kingdom, you have to surrender your will to mine and let me be king. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... It's operational, and then thy will be done. Ask me for my will. So that right. always, prayer is always backing up, a, what I call backing up a step. Instead of telling God, I want, I need, and please do, it's I have an issue. I do have a, I have a mm-hmm. situation, uh, a little bit like we talked about with Jeremiah, uh, that eh, this ain't working out. Um, I need to talk to you about that. What do you got to say about it? You know, and so right. it's always what's your will, what's your what's your insight, what's your truth yeah. about it, and then um, then start to walk with him. Mm-hmm. And what do you hear? What do you understand? What do you know to be true? Uh, what does God say next? What does he What does he do next? And by the way, and this is important. We talked about this before too. Is that um, often it's in fellowship with other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, that insight, which is a wisdom. beautiful gift. Yeah, it's yeah. a beautiful gift. So that as you're talking, and somebody else is processing with you, that mm-hmm. is the Holy Spirit saying, "Let me let me show you something." Continuing let, let, to speak let, let and reveal. Speak yeah. Um, and um, I've taught with uh, Henry Blackaby, who is uh, you know the one that wrote Experiencing God, and. Um, we would be in we would be in, in sessions. Usually, we were we were, we were always t- uh, teaching, and the group that I was teaching with them was always uh, executives, CEOs mm-hmm. of companies. And um, <laughs> a question would come up because we'd be mm-hmm. we'd be you know we'd, a topic would always be prayer. There'd be a time where we'd be talking about prayer, and they said, "Well, how come God is silent?" Mm. And I have periods of silence. I don't hear nothing. Right. <laughs> and Henry. Henry was always just straight up and and uh, spoke things, you know, directly. Very he said, blunt. <laughs> he was very blunt. That's a good way to put it. He was very blunt. He said, well, the problem isn't isn't God, it's you. He said, <laughs> right. I'm, I'm letting you know. And, and again, he would use the example of, of Christ. What did Christ say? I did nothing except what the Father spoke. Right. He says, so you're telling me that, God, Jesus said, you know, what do you have to say? And, and the Father said, I'm not telling you. Uh, mm-hmm. We're going to have a couple weeks of silence. That right. means he would, do, he would be doing nothing because he said, I only did what the Father spoke to me. He said, the problem isn't God, it's you. God's always speaking. Mm-hmm. But if you're not hearing, it's that right. you've gone away from the kingdom. You've pers- pursued your own will, and you actually mm-hmm. aren't interested in hearing what God has to say. Right. And uh, honestly, sometimes we get so distracted. Distracted. That we have so many other voices playing in that we aren't able to focus on his voice. And so that's an important part as well. You know? Yeah. And even when that's what, we, that's what we went through with Jeremiah is that um, God says it's not about how you feel. Mm-hmm. Uh, even when, particularly when you're discouraged, particularly when right. I don't get this at all, this ain't working out at all. He says, I know, come and talk to me, share with me, where are you? Mm-hmm. Uh, don't sugarcoat it all. Just lay it out there, but let's process together. 
you know and right and again the the picture that we that we're trying to portray is Jesus with his disciples, which is why he said, hey, up until now, you really haven't had to pray because you've had mm-hmm. me. He said the way that we operated for three years, and again, go, just go through the stories. Mm-hmm. Were the disciples confused? Yes. Often, but then they would just ask questions yeah. and he would clarify. <laughs> were, were they discouraged? Yes. Uh, yep. we, we don't get this. I think he's talking about this. He must be mad at us, you know, and... Mm-hmm. Um, all kinds of scenarios of life, but the thing they they continued to do is just stay with them. Right. He said, "Now the way you've been walking with me is that's prayer. Yeah. Just keep talking, keep talking, right. listen, process. Even even when you don't get it. And by the way, um, a lot of times, and Jesus would do this, is they wouldn't pursue any further." Right. He didn't chase him down. He just said, okay, uh, if you guys don't want to know anything more, that's fine. Well, we can wait. No problem. That's a big deal what you're talking about right there. I would say probably one of the things that has most changed my prayer life is the movement from what you term binary questions, you know, asking God, because even when I had a heart to, to know, um, you know, coming in and I was just asking yes, no questions basically and learning to ask deeper questions to, um, to really delve into all of that with him. And Anna actually said it best a few weeks back on the podcast when she mentioned something about, you know, God was laying on her heart to ask these questions. And then by the way, you don't know what questions to ask. So ask me what questions to ask. (laughs) And I think even that was a sweet thing is, is recognizing, you know, for me, like I said, that was, that was a big game changer when I stopped asking binary questions in prayer and I started having a conversation with them and letting the details and the why behind things. And, you know, I think about even you know, I've shared with you before how our family does the my one word for the year yeah, and yeah. all of that. And um, so this year, our family word is magnify. My personal word um, is surrender. Yeah. And so that's fun to just watch what he's doing in that. But the other day, as I was processing with him and having him lead me to different verses that are going to kind of that I'll work through on those. One of the things I felt like he said is, you know, I was jumping right ahead, typical me style. I'm like, okay, so show me what it is that, you know, why you've chosen surrender. What is it you need me to surrender? Cause I'm ready to go there. And he's like, Whoa, hold on. I don't want to even tell you the what right now, let's stop and look at the why (laughs) I want you to have a firm foundation in the why I'm asking you to surrender more because that why is going to be an anchor when the surrendering things that I call you to are even harder than, than what other people are dealing with or whatever. I, I want to solidify the why. So even in that, you know, again, no binary, whatever asking. And he's like, Oh, back up. There's so much more that's here than what you're seeing. So stay yeah. with me on it yeah and i and, love i love how personal he is in that yeah and that uh, if you're in dialogue and you can say well i would like to he says well before we go there uh i need to back up a little bit let me let me tell you what what this is about and see if you're in dialogue you're hearing that and if you're mm-hmm. hearing that your response is what okay sure sure yeah uh oh i get it okay let's go <laughs> uh, this will be interesting this will be fun and mm-hmm. see the joy of god walking with god is it's an incredible adventure. It's full of surprises. It's I've got so much to relate to you, mm-hmm. speak to you, show you. 
and 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 see my heart is man this ought to be fun this is really absolutely be fun. Um, even when I thought I should go this way say, and eh, wait a minute mm-hmm. let's, let me go this way okay great this ought to be right fun. right um, so um, as we uh, look at we're gonna look at uh, now Habakkuk um, interesting um, we've talked about member Jeremiah mm-hmm. who said repent and they didn't um, We've, we've gone to Nehemiah that returned. We talked to Daniel, who was in the middle of that remnant group in, in mm-hmm. between. Habakkuk, <laughs> you know, and these are things that people generally don't put two and two together, is a contemporary of Jeremiah. Mm, okay. So uh, put him in the timeline for me then. Okay. So Jeremiah is a youngster. Okay. Uh, and this is, by the way, about 587, 600 B.C. Okay. Um, I want you to speak to the nation, okay, um, and tell them, you know, repent. And he and we go through, you know, there's, uh, all the chapters, thirty-one chapters of Jeremiah. Jeremiah, he does. Um, at the end of it, now it's already been determined that judgment's coming. Mm-hmm. So he said they've passed the point, and of that's rep- not going to change. They right? can't. They can't repent anymore. Um, and now it's the remnant. Mm-hmm. And tell the remnant to come. Um, mm. And in the last, what they call the the last year or two or three of that period, and Jeremiah was doing it, you know, for many many years, like as many as thirteen, fourteen years. Um, the last two or three years, he calls Habakkuk. Okay. And he says, "Now I want you to speak to them now specifically about." Uh, what's going to happen here, the judgment, the Babylonian okay. captivity. And I have a word for you. And you, you, and he basically says to Habakkuk the same thing. Now you speak to it. Now this is, by the way, one thing that we understand is that then therefore did the whole message on that was it on the burden and back of Jeremiah. It wasn't. No. Um, he actually had a compadre who understood it and was joining mm-hmm. him and speaking to the nation as well about something now. He wasn't like Jeremiah, you're, you're, you're to cover the whole period. It's just the end of this period that Habakkuk was called to do this. So that's, that's the scenario. Hmm. And uh, it's in, it's, judgment is now imminent. Okay. Okay, so then read uh, how uh, Habakkuk related in prayer to God. Okay. It says, The burden which the prophet Habakkuk saw, O Lord, how long shall I cry, and you will not hear, even cry out to you, violence, and you will not save, Why do you show me iniquity and cause me to see trouble? For plundering and violence are before me. There's strife and contention arises. Therefore, the law is powerless and justice never goes forth. For the wicked surround the righteous. Therefore, perverse judgment proceeds. Look among the nations and watch and be utterly astounded. For I will work a work in your days, which you would not believe, though though it were told you. For indeed, I'm raising up the Chaldeans, a bitter and hasty nation, which marches through the breadth of the earth to possess dwelling places that are not theirs. They are terrible and dreadful, and their judgment and their dignity proceed from themselves. Their horses are also swifter than leopards and more fierce than evening wolves. Their chargers charge ahead. Their cavalry comes from afar. They fly as the eagle hastens to eat it, hastens to eat. They all come for violence. Their faces are set like the east wind. They gather captives like sand. They scoff at kings, and princes are scorned by them. 
They deride every stronghold, for they heap up earthen mounds and seize it. Then his mind changes and he transgresses. He commits offense, ascribing this power to his God. By the way, that is not a fun message to give anyone, right? <laughs> no. No. Uh, no. I don't envy these guys. Yeah, okay. Right. Um, are you not from everlasting, O Lord, my God, my Holy One? We shall not die. O Lord, you've appointed them for judgment. O Rock, you've marked them for correction. You are of purer eyes than to behold evil and cannot look on wickedness. Why do you look on those who deal treacherously and hold your tongue when the wicked devours a person more righteous than he? Why do you make men like fish of the sea, like creeping things that have no ruler over them? They take up all of them with a hook. They catch them in their net and gather them in their dragnet. Therefore, they rejoice and are glad. Therefore, they sacrifice to their net and burn incense to their dragnet because by them their share is sumptuous and their food plentiful. Shall they therefore empty their net and continue to slay nations without pity? I will stand at my watch and set myself on the rampart and watch to see what he will say to me and what answer, what I will answer when I am corrected. Then the Lord answered me and said, write the vision and make it plain on tablets that he may run who reads it. For the vision is yet for an appointed time but at the end it will speak and it will not lie. Though it tarries, wait for it, because it will surely come, it will not tarry. Behold the proud, his soul is not upright in him, but the just shall live by his faith. Okay. So uh, remember, uh, this is, um, he understands, uh, probably with conversation with Jeremiah, uh, mm -hmm. God has said judgment's coming and it's sure and there's no shot anymore at him relenting from that truth. Mm -hmm. um, and Habakkuk's been told by God, I want you to join him and now speak to it. Right. Um, and so <laughs> he basically, when you look at the first several verses, it's um, uh, why are you <laughs> mm -hmm. causing me trouble and telling me that it's over? Right. And that's it. And that's the message you want me to give? Mm -hmm. um, why, 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 why? I don't get that. Um, I would, ra in other sense, I would rather not. Mm -hmm. um, and so uh, you've said something. I'm in a situation I don't understand at all. It seems contrary to what you are and what you've said. And uh, it seems like it doesn't make sense to me and that the enemy and the and the wicked who are not responding are gonna so far since they haven't responded nothing's really happened so I guess it doesn't really matter mm -hmm. um, and God says uh, okay thanks for coming and asking me that question <laughs> right he says um, I'm gonna do something among you that you, you're not gonna even under completely believe it at all mm -hmm. what I'm up to um, so, um, first of all, I'm asking you, which by the way, he ends this discussion and we'll come back to it. The just shall live by what? By faith. Faith. Yep. He says, I'm asking you to trust me. Mm. I'm going to do something that's going to even be hard for you to understand what I'm up to. In other words, I'm up to something way bigger than you and what your limited perspective is on this. Mm -hmm. Um, so get ready. First of all, I'm going to tell you, don't worry. 
Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to speak it. Um, uh, he says judgment's coming, mm-hmm. uh, and it's sure, and it's because they haven't followed me. Um, and he says um, because they've committed offense, uh, the judgment is coming, and that's part of my nature too. Mm-hmm. And you got to really understand this. He says, don't just think of the good stuff. The covenant is absolute. It's conditional. Right. I'm going to bless you to make you a blessing, and that's my heart. And by the way, ultimately, that's what I'm calling you to do. Mm-hmm. But if you don't, there's consequences to that because I'm right. holy. It's- Go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say, it's interesting. Even as I look this, you know, behold the proud, his soul is not upright in him, but the just shall live by his faith. When I read that, normally I kind of, I think I've heard it too many times, the just shall live by faith. And so I think, oh, live by faith. It's walking with him. It's, you know, whatever. The translation of that shall live by faith is literally actually to stay alive and to be preserved. Right. And so in this situation, I think that's very interesting to look at that. We, we don't need to dismiss that or take that lightly. Literally, he's saying, you know, those guys who are walking with me and, and stepping out in faith as I speak, as I lead, you know, in this remnant, they're literally going to be preserved. This is how they're going to stay alive in the midst of this, right. which I think is fascinating. That's right. So, um, uh, I, you know, I, um, I don't get this. Uh, well, um, I'm, I am. What I'm saying is true, and I'm gonna. What I'm gonna do is amazing. You'll you'll see it. Trust me. Stay with me. Mm-hmm. Um, so then he says, "Okay, so really, you're saying that judgment is sure because because because." Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Um, so he says, um, "All right, um, I understand what you're saying. I do understand what you're saying." Um, in verse chapter in chapter two, he says that I'm going to stand watch, mm-hmm. wait for you to speak, set myself on the rampart. In other words, uh, ready to hear what you have to say. Right. Watch to see what you will say, and then I'm going to answer when I'm what corrected. Corrected. He so think about what he just said. I started out with I don't get this at all, and I'd rather mm-hmm. not. God says, I really want you to, and I'm going to show you things that you don't know, uh, and I am who I am, and you know and know who I am, and I'm telling you who I am, and that's true. Mm-hmm. So he says, okay, so you've said that this judgment is because of who, of what they've done. Yes. Right. Uh, it's, it's going to happen. Yes. Um, okay. Uh, well, then I'll just stay here and wait for you to speak me, and I know something and in, in, in because of how I've approached it is mm-hmm. you're going to correct me because I kind of have it off. Mm. Okay, now think, yeah. about, think about his heart. What, what has just happened to him about what has happened to him, where he's come to, uh, where he started, and why did he get there? Um, he's got a humble heart yeah. wanting to hear. Yeah. And so he's dialoguing with God. And giving him, that's that surrendered heart, really, of, you know, I want what you want. I want to understand. And whatever that takes, I'm going to step into that, yeah. you know. And, and, and it's like, um, in essence, I know I'm going to, I, I understand I don't have this right. Mm-hmm. I know that's I'm going like to get humility. corrected. Yeah. I welcome the correction because I'm going to stand here, watch and wait mm-hmm. and trust that, yep, 
I'm gonna get corrected. So I'm gonna I'm gonna release my pride. Mm-hmm. Even the beginning of my question is I don't get this at all, and I'd rather not do it. Right. Um, and it seems like it, this isn't right. Yeah. Okay. Let me let me tell you that I'll I'll speak. So I'm willing to be corrected. Okay. Now, that's that's uh, his perspective. I'm willing to be corrected. Mm-hmm. What was God's perspective toward him not being right? Really, just to stay with him and yeah. get him there. Yeah, <laughs> just, <laughs> that just, was it. <laughs> see, I'm not going to, and this is important as we're praying why we can be it authentically, is I'm not going to beat you up about this. Right. Are you right now? Do you need to be corrected? Yes. If you keep going the way you're going, you're going to miss it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want you to miss it. Um, all I need for you to say is, eh, I kind of see I don't have this right. Mm-hmm. So therefore, I'll, all right, I'm just going to wait for you to tell me the truth. It's going to mm-hmm. correct me. I know that. I'm willing to be corrected. And God says, right. in my correction, I'm not going to beat you up. Right. I'm not going to condemn you. Because what do I care about? I care about you going forward. And yeah, we got to work through this. Because I care about what? Your heart. Is your heart willing to walk with me? And yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna correct you. There's gonna be lots of mm-hmm. times because we're we're imperfect, sinful people that have a flesh and struggle with the flesh. Still, um, I have to be corrected. I have to be. Wait a minute, Rich. What you're thinking here isn't right. Eh, what you just said isn't right. Eh, you just mm-hmm. stepped stepped into it, and you really shouldn't have. Uh, and um, uh, you didn't check with me and you went off and did something and you got some consequences now. But OK, uh, are you willing to be corrected? Yeah. And I can tell you that my having learned it, my, my heart is sure. <laughs> right. Well, and I think you see his heart. There. I mean, like just that verse, I'll stand at my watch, set myself on the rampart and watch to see what he'll say to me and what I'll answer when I'm corrected. That's a verse that has lived this by experience before. Right. Yeah. You know, this is not his first go round (laughs) um, in terms of walking in that processing and prayer with God and knowing that God, when he has, when he surrenders his heart, that God will correct him and, and give him truth and give him insight and that he will respond to that. And, And so I love that because he uses that word watch which is it's a very active um you know it's to look out to watch closely it's not i'm just gonna sit around and wait and maybe whatever it's i am fully expecting you to answer yeah and when you answer i'm expecting a correction and i'm i'm gonna come under it right and i'm ready to do that i've I've got a heart ready to do that it positioned me to do it yep yep and then we use we actually use this verse as part of our uh encouragement to journal but he says um, I'm going to give you I'm going to give you a vision mm-hmm. I'm going to explain this <laughs> write it down <laughs> write it down <laughs> so important write it down so that you can ponder it process it and then understand it so that even yeah I heard you and by mm-hmm. the way we have a tendency and this is uh, what I what I say to people who are learning to abide you know is well I, I read the Bible I read the Bible mm-hmm. okay um, and I and I like it, and I'm excited about it. Okay, good. What did it say to you last week? No idea. I don't remember. Right. You know, and and yeah, because see, our minds are built in a way that it isn't 
without the processing, without the writing piece of it, without the having mm-hmm. it recorded and then going back over to process it, our minds aren't built that way to retain it all. Mm-hmm. Um, and even even I've got a really, really good memory, but there's no way I can remember last two weeks ago what God said if I didn't write it down. Mm-hmm. Um, and because it's, it's daily, 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 daily. And he says, you know, I'm going to tell you, you know, write it down um, and then you'll see it happen and the just will live by faith. And, I, and I'm going to ask you and then have you ask others to take what I say. And my question back to you is going to be, do you believe it? Mm-hmm. Well, it's going to be a question before it happens. See, mm-hmm. our prayer life tends to be backwards. God, right. would you? When I see it, okay, good. And if it doesn't happen, mm-hmm. I guess no. And God says, well, how about if I say it, and I'm going to ask you, do you believe what I just said and walk into what I just said? Right. That's faith. And he said, that's what he's trying to say. Write down the vision, tell others the vision, and ask them, are they going to believe it? And you'll get to see it. And when you see it, what does that do for faith? Oh, that builds it immensely. Like, wow. He said it happened. He said it had happened. And that's what, you know. Right. uh, And then he's magnified in that. And he's glorified, glorified in the process. And we say, you know, God said, and it actually happened. And how cool is that? Mm -hmm. You know, and and so our prayer life uh, is, it's okay. I know you don't get it. Uh, I might even better ask you to, to be part of something that's really difficult. Uh, you can talk to me. Uh, let me tell you. And I, I do want your response to be, I have a heart to hear. <laughs> mm-hmm. He said it'll go well with you if you have a heart to hear. If you reject it and walk away, then you're not going to get the beauty of what I have for you, and I can't give it to you. But Habakkuk says, I'm willing to be corrected. Right. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to listen. What do you got to say? Well, I got a vision, write it down. <laughs> okay. Mm. Um, and journal, 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 so that what is God saying? What is he, what are you seeing? What are you understanding? And then that's what you dialogue with another party, with your spouse, with your inner circle. Uh, you're getting more insight and you're processing further the beauty of what of what God is saying, telling you step by step by step. So uh, just remember that prayer is such a beautiful thing it doesn't carry by itself condemnation at all, even when even no. when we're not right, or even when right. we're walking away. See, God says, what I care about, and, and this is what I, we want everybody to receive this. God says, what I care about is you. Mm-hmm. Just be with me. And I know you got emotion. I know you don't get I know things are confusing. I know it doesn't make sense to you. I know even what I'm asking you to do, you'd rather not. Mm-hmm. I get it. What I care about is just stay with me with a heart to be corrected. And we'll get there to the beautiful peace of, of the covenant life. You're going to be a blessing. You're going to be blessed to be a blessing even in this. And by the way, he was one of the uh, remnant. Mm-hmm. So Jeremiah, Habakkuk, Daniel, they all got to be part of the remnant because he got shown what God is up to. And then you get to live that out. And so it's, it's really a beautiful thing. That is so beautiful. I love that. That's been one of my favorite passages forever. So I love just hearing you teach on it one more time. Yeah, it's really fun. (laughs) Excellent. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, everyone. And if this brought questions to mind, please send them in at questions at afjministry.com. We are more than happy to talk about them on air or even dialogue with you offline. Um, If there's something personal, 
feel free to do that. So thanks for joining us. Looking forward to tomorrow. Yep. We'll see you then. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Come and See, your podcast for truth in a world of chaos. Brought to you by All for Jesus Living Waters Ministry. Send us your questions and comments and tune in tomorrow for more answers to your personal questions about living life in God's truth. Remember, God's will is best and none better. His truth brings peace in this world of chaos.